Hello, good people. This is Carlos Salamilla from College Avenue, and we welcome you again into this great podcast, you know, for information about colleges, universities, and financial aid and scholarships. College Avenue is a guide and a club to provide help, advice, and counseling to students that want to go to college and want to get scholarships. We have access to millions of dollars in scholarships, and um, we want to share that information with you. So tonight, we have a really a special guest. Her name is Brianna Portillo. She's a student in Miami at MAST, Florida International University. Even though it says university, she's really in high school. But uh, because she's so smart and because she's She's got very good grades, and she was able to be integrated into this excellent program that we have here in Miami. Brianna, welcome. Thank you so much, Carlos, and hi, everybody, and I'm so happy to be on College Avenue on this podcast. So, Brianna um, is very interested in attending college, and that's the reason that she's here tonight, and that's the reason that College Avenue is helping her, you know, to... uh, to support her through the whole college admissions process and to get her scholarships. So tell me, Brianna, tell me about your, you know, your grades in high school. Tell me the name of you, you know, you, we already know you're going to MAST, but tell me about your GPA, SAT, ACT. Well, Carlos, I am about to begin my senior year. And as of right now, my GPA is a 3.8. Uh, it is really good to maintain your grades, keep them high, you know, try very hard, study very hard, get good grades because you really need to keep that GPA high and ev- anything can bring it down. The slightest, smallest grade can bring it down. So it's really important to keep your GPA up. And my SAT scores, I've been studying, drilling on them. Really important to, you know, start practicing in freshman year and sophomore year, you know, to be prepared for when you start taking the test. And um, my grades right now for the SAT and ACT are 23. And, you know, it's good to prepare yourself because it's a completely different test that you've ever really taken. And... Yeah, just keep the good work. So, what did you get in your SAT? Uh, my SAT is an 1120. Okay, well, how many times have you taken it? I have taken it twice. It is very good to prepare yourself at hand, especially the first time that you take it. It's a brand new test. You have to um, expose yourself to that test. So, usually the first time around, it's not the highest grade you've ever gotten or the highest score you've ever gotten. So, that's why it's good to, you know, Study, take it, expose yourself to that type of material, that type of test, get your time framing in, get your type of questions and the knowledge, and then, you know, study more and take it a few more times. Okay, you know, you can take the SAT three times, and you don't get penalized, you know, for the lowest score. So you're always going to be given and recognized for your high score. So it's really important that you take it three times. Because as you take it, you have risen, you have raised your, um, you know, your scores each time a little bit, right? 
Yeah, and obviously there's two types of tests that are going right now, ACT and SAT, and they're kind of different. Um, they one are. is more constructed in time, like the ACT, and it has a science portion, so maybe if you know your ability is better in uh, math or the sciences, then go for ACT. Or if you're more into grammar, you know that your comprehension level is better, then maybe side with a SAT. It all depends on the type of test and the way you are. That's why I said you have to expose yourself. You have to take the SAT and the ACT at least once to know which one you feel more comfortable with and which score is the highest on each one. Okay, great. So now we, you know, we have a little, you know, little wisdom and knowledge, you know, from uh, Brianna because she sees the difference between the ACT and the SAT. And so, you know, if if you're not comfortable with the SAT, then you take it with the ACT. You know, then most schools you know, we'll take both. But even today, there are some schools that don't even require the SAT anymore. For example, this week, the University of Chicago decided to do away from the SAT and ACT. The University of Chicago is one of the top 10 schools in the nation. And so they, they figured out that, um, you know, that it wasn't necessary. You know, they want to look at the grades. They want to look at the student individually. They want to they look at the student uh, extracurricular activities and, and and to see what kind of students you know they're you know they they're going to look at and they're going to they're going to admit so it's really really important to I mean do well in the SAT ACT but not all schools today are you know require the SAT and ACT so it's really important you know that this year um, you have to look it up and research and we'll give you more information on this. And on, on the next uh, podcast that we um, that we you know we provide in about a week, so we're going to do more research because more and more schools coming up in September are going to be doing away from the SAT ACT, which is I think is a bit of a burden, you know, to students, you know, because some students do not are not good test test takers. They're not good test takers, and that does not reflect. And their intelligence that does not reflect on their academic level, that does not reflect on their um, academic achievements. So it's really, really important. You know, so we will be, we'll be providing an up-to-date information on, these, on the SAT, ACT coming up in about a week. Okay, tell me about your extracurricular activities. Well, um, inside of school, I am very involved when it comes to SGA, which is the Student Government Association of my school, you know, running for president, running for vice president, being, as of I am right now, head chairman of the fundraising at party activities in my school, which is really good to, you know, put yourself out there and, you know, be part of your school, you know, be part of everything that goes around with it. And I'm also in HIP, which is uh, a club that is run by an association and we basically put information out there for younger classmen. We talk about, you know, like the struggles that you go through with school or grades or peer pressure, bullying and problems like that. And it's great. And I love being part of my school and I love helping the, you know, the younger classmen. And I'm also a dancer. I also, besides... So tell me about your dancing. Well, I have been dancing since the third grade, so like when I was around eight, 
And my mom pushed me into the class, forced me into it. She loves flamenco dancing, which originates in Spain. And I just fell in love. It's just, a, it's my passion. It's what I love to do. It's my drive. And um, I've actually been given a chance to go all the way to Spain to be, uh, to take an exam, to be tested if I could have a college or university title in dance. And we went with a bunch of girls and we had a hard, long year of training, very hard. And we went, all four of us, and we all passed. That's terrific. It's great. And it so was you're a queen dancer. A queen dancer, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just terrific, that experience, you know. And of course, that also reflects very good because I could put that in college uh, applications. I could see how different I am. And also... I do dance and now I'm with uh, with my teacher and she's a professional dancer even because I switched my academy and I go five times a week to dance and regardless of how school is going and how what am I doing at school or how tough it is you know it's very good to you know have your extracurricular activities have that time to de-stress and also you know working like I also work with a bunch of kids I do this summer camp during the school times and it's very good to fill yourself up with with time with your extracurricular activities during the school year so you are you are you're involved in the community and you're involved in your development as a personal you know as a lady as a woman as a student and and that's really important you know i think it's really important you know for your college application to put all your activities especially so all your positive events all the events you participated in. I mean, the fact you went to Spain and danced, the fact that you were chosen, that is something special. And that is something significant. So the colleges want to see that. They want to see something more than just grades. I don't want, you know, colleges today see so many 4.0s, you know, without any activities that, you know, besides studying, what did this student do? And then I think that's really important to note it in your application and then also in your personal website. I think you have to create a personal website. All you juniors and seniors have to create it. And you put there all your achievements, academic, sports, arts, whatever it may be. You know, you put it there. You put it in, in you, and because what happens today, everything is digital. Everything is social media. Everything is internet. So when you make the application, one of the questions may be, you know, can I, can I see your, you know, your personal website? So you put it there and they automatically don't look at the personal website and they'll see. They don't have to waste time. You see the videos, you see pictures, you see, you know, all your accomplishments there, you know, in the personal website. So it's really, really important. It's become more important than ever to do that. So, so what is it that you want to study, Brianna? Well, I actually want to be a dentist and specialize in uh, be a dentist and specialize in orthodontics. And uh, I find it it's kind of a, a I've always wanted to be a dentist. I've always have a you know fascination towards it, and I'm very into medicine. You know how everybody has their ways and. Some people, you know, like to read books. So I've always been uh, into science. 
Uh, and yeah, be a dentist, you know, put my own clinic up, you know, that is my aspiration and you know, you have to work hard for it. You have to go to school for it and mm. yeah, be a dentist. Okay, so you want to be a dentist. Now, tell me about the, the schools that you thinking about applying. Well, um, I am in high school still, so senior year is coming up and, you know, college applications, what college am I going to, everything's coming up into my mind. And I am, as a, as a high school student, taking dual enrollment. So, you know, I'm allowed to take college classes even though I'm in high school for certain credits. And as it goes hand in hand, I am still taking them at FIU. So I might apply to FIU. It's one of the schools that I've been looking at due to the fact that since I've already been taking credits, um, I could finish faster. I would transfer from a freshman to junior because of all the credits I have accumulated. Also, I've been looking into UF, the University of Florida in Gainesville, which is actually has a very good uh, dental department, dental care department. And it's, that's what I want. I want to have firsthand good professors and, you know, can teach me the real stuff and have hands-on activities I can do. And I feel like UF could give me that, could give me that hands-on activities, you know, really feel what it is to be a dentist, an orthodontist. And I was also thinking about Nova Southeastern, uh, which they do have a very good uh, bonding program with NYU, the University, University of New York, uh, which is one of the top schools for, for dentistry. And of course, can't forget USC, University of Southern California. Yeah, that's you know, my school. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Carlos's school. And, you know, they also obviously have a good dental program, and that's what you're looking for. When you look in colleges, you have to see, you know, it's not just the name, because maybe they're good in music, but not in good in dentistry, in my, in my case. You know, you have to look for their programs. You have to really get involved and you have to see. And maybe you've never even heard of a certain school and they're top number one in dental school. Or maybe somebody recommends you their school and it ends up being like top 10 or top 20. It's not, you know, one of the top five. And that's what you really have to see when, you know, you're applying to colleges and, you know, you want to go in a certain path, in a certain direction. Okay, good, good. You know, so you have, you really have chosen like maybe four top schools you know, in your field, and there are more. You're going to find out more as, oh, yeah, as, as you see, you enter your senior year, you're going to look at more, you know. So I think, you know, my, my recommendation, it's always been this way. You apply to 10 schools, you know, you get accepted at five, and you get scholarships in three. I mean, that's my, 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 uh, my percentages, and it's been worked, it's worked well for me and for the students that I, I counseled. And I supported, you know, and I advised. Sometimes they do even better. Yeah. You know, they get accepted at uh, all 10, <laughs> you know, yeah. and sometimes they get accepted at seven. So it's more than that. And they, get, and they get scholarships in five. The whole deal now, the word here is apply. If you don't apply, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to guarantee you're going to have 100% of zero, of yeah. nothing. So it's really important that you apply and you apply early. Because what happens is this. When you apply early, they're going to look at your application. You're going to click, you're going to check a financial aid package. At the same time, you apply. You want to apply for financial aid? Yes, I want to apply for financial aid. So what happens is this. They look at Brianna's application, and they're going to say, I really like this student. I really like Brianna. You know, I'm going to analyze her. I see, you know, <clears throat> that she's done well. 
and she really wants to come to our school. So now we're going to separate. Let's say the school costs $40,000. Okay, so they're going to separate for Brianna $30,000 at scholarships. But they really don't tell Brianna, you know, because this is an internal decision that the university makes until they finalize the commitment from Brianna. So Brianna doesn't, Brianna doesn't really uh, know that she got $30,000 in financial aid. But they know. But because Brianna applied early, then she already, she's in the game. So what happens is that she gets a letter and somebody else, let's say she, Brianna applies in, in, in September or October. And then somebody comes up and applies in February. That that amount of money that they have for scholarship is being depleted because Brianna already got forty thousand or thirty thousand, and somebody else got more money, and so they already have been allocating those kinds of money. So it's really important to apply early to any school that you're going to go to, especially if you're going to be applying for scholarships. Okay, because what's going to happen? This is like a six month or five months pro, you know, process. You apply in September and you're gonna get notified in April 1st normally. If you apply for early admission, which you, what the message is to the universities that you really wanna go to their school or no other school, they're gonna, they're gonna notify you in December 1st. So, you know, I want you to think, students, that it's important to note, you know, what your, you know, your uh, strategy is. If you really want to go to the University of Chicago, for example, and you apply there as an early admission, you're telling the University of Chicago, listen, this is the school I want to go to. I don't want to go to any other school. So if, if they accept you, you got major, you know, probabilities that you're going to get money from them because they, they like you as a student. You told them the message was, I really want to go to your school and I'm a good student. So therefore, they're going to separate so many thousands of dollars for scholarships. So it's really, really important. Once you get admitted, you're ready into the game. You got admitted into the school and then you got, you're eligible now, not only for the scholarships that the universities offer, but also for, you know, many, many millions of dollars you know, of scholarships that are, you know, that are offered by foundations, by major corporations, you know, by governments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really, really important that you, you know, you apply early and then you get a notice, you know, that you're going to get accepted. So, um, so anyway, so, so what are you doing this summer? Tell me about it. Well, um, this summer I have been working full time as a monitor in a summer camp and I can honestly say that I love it. I love working with kids. It's so much fun. It's uh, it's a really, it's a learning. It's just learning about how kids are, how kids, how I was when I was little and especially that I have taken some classes of human growth and development and I've seen how the on the science point of view, how it is, how children act and how they react and how you should treat children. And then, you know, I'm right here working with kids and you see it's like an eye-opening, hands-on experience of how of how life is. And I just love it working with kids. 
you know, I'm getting ready, you know, to start this new chapter in my life, excited about all the new experiences that I'm going to have, like, you know, of course, applying for scholarships and applying for colleges, you know, finally getting accepted to which one or choosing which one I'm going to, you know, the senior events. It's just, you know, it's breathtaking. It's crazy how, you know, life, I'm waiting so much for life and how life is, you know, going to burst like a flower. Well, Brianna, you're going to do well. You know, you already done well up to now. So you're going to do better now, you yeah. know? So it's really, really, you know, you, I'm looking forward to, you know, I'm, I've been helping you now for a while. And then so I'm looking forward to even supporting you for the rest of the week. So to me, it's really, really important that you do well. And um, because you're going to be happy. That's the thing. The, the whole thing, the whole, the whole objective, the whole goal of this whole process that you're happy with the decision making that you make and that the school you're going to choose. People don't realize this. The choose the school you choose is gonna be with you for the next four years. Yeah, it's your new home. That's and it's really for the next four the next years, years. You know, next next you're gonna be living there nine months out of the twelve months out of the yeah, year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then so the city where you're gonna be living in is very important. Yeah. Because some people may not like large cities. So why apply to NYU? Or University of Chicago, if you don't like large cities, Why even you know you may want to do a small school. I mean, a small campus. Exactly. And like, and like or maybe you like large cities, exactly. so therefore you want to go. You know, I went to USC, University of Southern Cal, and it was. I mean, LA is a major city, major metropolitan area. I enjoyed it. I mean, to me, it was uh, very active, very dynamic. You know, so I enjoyed it because there's so many activities going on in, in LA. Uh, not only academic, but also sports-wise, which I was involved in. I was in, you know, the theater, you know, um, movies. You know, L.A. is a very dynamic city. The same thing like New York, Chicago, you know, the, the major cities. So it's really important that when you're thinking about applying to a school, you think about where the school is. And you have to go visit it. It is very and, important. So, you know, go see them, go on college tours if you're ever, you know, during summer vacations with the family or with a group of friends. You know, it's very, very, very important that, you know, you at least go around in your state and you go around to a few different colleges and universities in the area. You can go visit and take the tours because you might, you know, they might have, let's say, a great dental program or a great program that you want to study in and everything's great. But then you go and, you know, you don't like the people or you might not like the place or it's too cold for you, it's too hot for you, it's too populated it's not too populated it all depends and maybe a school that you didn't even think about you go and you fall in love with it because it's gonna be your home for the next four years so you have to love it it's very good that you know you 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 know what you're getting into you know the academic part of it but also you know your social life about it and your personal life and know that you have to go visit them ask a bunch of questions if you ever go on tours ask all the questions you can because it's gonna be your home for the next four years and you have to know where you're gonna stay at the visit to the college is so important i mean it is vital once you narrow it down to maybe three colleges, uh, I recommend strongly that you visit those campuses because like Brianna said, you're gonna be living there for the next four years. You know, once you visit, visit it during school year. Don't visit it during summer. Go there when students are alive, when they're, ten when they're attending classes, and go there with the, you know, with a question in your in your mind, you know, ask questions of students, 
you know, what do you think of this? You know, what are the activities here? You know, how is the faculty? How is the social life? What's the cultural life like? You know, if you're a Latino or a black or Asian, you know, they want to know, you know, normally, you know, we integrate within ourselves, you know, and it's important to know, you know, what's the percentage of, you know, the students which belong to your to your culture. Because we, we grew up in a, in a particular culture, in a particular city. And, you know, if we get thrown into a different culture, then, you know, it becomes a little bit shocking. But, so it's really important that you visit and you, and, and you learn. You learn from other students. You learn from international students. You learn from students from uh, different parts of the U.S., which have a different point of view and they have a different type of uh, perspective on life and also on culture. So, um, so what do you plan to do now starting when you start school in the fall? Do you have, besides attending classes, do you have anything, any plans specifically? Um, well, I am, of course, you know, planning, you know, getting the new car. Uh, so that's exciting, you know. Um, of course, you know, attending classes, you know, looking for job opportunities, of course, is very important, you know, to like get yourself aware, you know, have stability, get your job opportunities. And I'm also planning on doing a few more of one or two college tours to a few last minute places, um, you know, to again, gra get the whole scope, uh, you know, the schools I've been looking at and, you know, the programs I've been looking at and ask, you know, more deep, deep questions and just excited for this whole stressful episode of applications. <laughs> yeah, you know, the whole process here, the, the whole process of, of the college admissions process is, is, uh, is stressful but fun. You got to make it fun. You got to make it with a state of expectancy that you are going to get in into the schools that you apply to and that you really want to get into. I mean, it's stressful because at the end of the day, you know, you have the final say is by the university you apply to. So therefore, um, you know, it's, it's um, you know, that's how come you apply. You apply to 10 different schools. I mean, you focus on one school and you get rejected no matter what a great school you are, I mean, what a great student you are, then you're going to be totally disappointed. You're going to be devastated. No, that doesn't make you less of a student. That doesn't make you, you know, less valuable as a student to other schools. You know, maybe that was not the school that you were not supposed to go to, but you were obsessed with this school and this university, and so now, you, now you're a disappointed student. No, that's like a... You know, I want you to, every student should have an open mind and, open, and apply to, to about 10 different schools. That's what I say. Because at the time that they accept you, uh, and then you decide. They say they accept you at five. Okay, look at five. Then you look at it and you make a, a deep analytical study of what the school is at, the city. You look at the cultural you know, activities. You look at the sports. You look at what you really want to go to. Let's say you're studying, like Brianna says, I want to study, you know, dentistry. But she does other things. She does totally the opposite of what a dentist does. She dances. She dances, you know, in a, in a group that, you know, where uh, Spanish dancers dance. But that's important for her 
to continue on, you know, maybe for extracurricular activities there. And you want to, you know, you want to maybe participate in that because if you become a total academic geek, I don't think it's going to be very healthy for you. And I think it's really important that, you know, you learn to live among other students that are not the same as you, that do not come from the same culture as you, and also that have different tastes and likes that you have. And you want to express that in doing that for years of, um, um, you know, of, of the university life. So it's really, really important, you know, so do that. Um, we have, um, Brianna, tell me, give me, give me a few last comments, you know, what you want to say and what do you hope to see and hope to, you know, the, ne the next few months. We're going to be in touch. Brianna's going to be coming along. Uh, into our program in the next few months to see and then when you look at her progress how she's doing and and how she's doing her senior year and that's really important well some last minute advice you know you know retouching on everything you know work hard in school keep your grades up you know study 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 for those scores you know look at the colleges the programs also visit them see how they are but you know i hope that in a few months from now when i do my next podcast that I am, you know, well, I'm stable. I'm not going crazy over my head trying to look for what college am I applying to, you know, what scholarships I'm getting into. I hope that I'm stable. I'm on the ground. My feet are really nice and planted, firm, and that I'm relieved. I'm good that I know that I've tried my best. You know, I'm searching for all the possibilities, where to apply, that, you know, the colleges actually see how, you know, how great of a person I feel like I really am. And, you know, I'm really into my schoolwork, really into my grades. And, you know, outside of school, I'm a good person. I do my activities. I have, you know, a branched out this, this, this way of dancing, you know, even gone to Spain and reach heights with everything. And that's what I believe life is. You know, you got to reach everything. My grades to the max. Gotta reach to the max. My scores, gotta reach them to the max. My my dancing, gotta reach it to the max. And I hope that you know the colleges see that, the scholarships see that, you know, the the good the good vibes and the good the good just comes through. Good, Brianna. Thank you so much for being here with us. You know, Brianna Portillo. You know, a student, a bright student, a young lady. You know, who's going to shine? She's already shining, and she's gonna continue to shine. You know, in in her future. And she's from Miami, and so um, College Avenue. We're here again, and we're going to be seeing you next week sometime. My name is Carlos Salamilla. I'm the director. And whenever you need the book or you need advice, you can contact me at 786-344-0377, or you can check our website at collegeavenue.club. We're coming up with, you know, different... Um, different innovations in the future, in the near future, so contact us. You know, any questions you have, please contact us, you know. It's going to be great. Thank you. Have a nice day, people. Bye-bye.